What's going on, everybody? This is Dan Goodman of the Business of Strength podcast. I'm going to be coming at you with some heat today. I've been off the microphone a little bit. We've been super busy. We had uh, we had an amazing um, charity event, the Michael Laviola Foundation Strong Life event at the gym. This is year 15. We raised 15,000 bucks. The week before that, we had 20 strength professionals here for the two-day business immersion that arguably was one of the best events we've ever ran. If you if you were there and you're listening to this, that event was as much of an inspiration to me and the rest of the gang that, that hopefully it was to you. So I appreciate that. And I can't wait to get back up uh, in front of the room and, and have the ability to talk shop about the gym game. Once again, the next seminar is in September in Scottsdale, September 28th and 29th. Really excited to see to see everybody there for that. But today, what I'm going to be talking about is how do you know if you're ready for a second facility? And that is a question that we got at the seminar. It's a question that I've gotten followed up with a few times in the last couple of weeks. I said, you know what? Might as well, might as well talk about it a little bit because our process to get a second facility open was not that clean, right? Not that clean. And, uh, and you learn from mistakes and, uh, and, you know, figured it would be a great learning experience for other people that are listening to the show. So the first question that I would ask somebody that's listening to this that has a that has a facility open is, is your facility that's open thriving? And it's just yes or no, right? Is yes or no. And, and what I would look at is the profit and loss and say, like, is this business profitable? And whatever, like at 20%, 25%, 40%, whatever you deem to be thriving. That's the first question. The second question is, why do you want it? And if, if it's because you want to make more money, you want to have more impact, whatever it is, but you have to know your why, like you got to know why, why you want to have it. And, you know, when I think back like five, six, seven years ago, we never had the intention of opening a second facility. All of our eggs were in the one facility. We wanted to grow it as big as possible, as many thriving programs under one roof as possible. So when we were asked like, hey, do you want to do another facility? The answer would always be no, because we always felt it would take too much fuel and too much lift to get a second one off the ground. And we also didn't want to break up the band of the team that we had in the, in these four walls. As years went on, we've always had such a, uh, a huge focus on education and our internship program and on the job training. And, you know, years go by and you start to compound. It's like, all right, you, you pick up one great intern that becomes a part-time coach, then a full-time coach. And then like they're a leadership position. And you do that for years. And it's like, holy cow, we have some amazing assets, like meaning people on a team that need more, that need more of an opportunity to flourish. And we're either going to lose them or we're going to grow with them. And when we started to identify that, hey, we've got a facility that's doing well. Uh, we have a growing team that is really thriving. And if we want to grow with them, we need to go to a different market where they can go and flourish and shine. And once we identified that, we realized like why we wanted to do it, right? We, we, and we knew that we could do it because we had the right people on our team to do it with. And <clears throat> there's a couple of different components that I would 
go through and we're going through it now. Like the goal is I'll say it on the airways. Like, you know, I say it all the time. We're, we're going to open a third, a third facility. Uh, and that's going to happen in the next six to 12 months. But there was one big thing. One key component for us is that at, as it pertains to varsity house is that we always felt like we had to recreate what we had done here but you don't have to do that. You make the rules. You could say, Hey, I do this one thing exceptionally well, and I'm going to pare down our offerings. I'm going to pare down our servicing. I don't need 15 people to service this. You'll find a smaller spot with one to two really qualified people. You, you sell one thing and you trim down the menu offerings. And that's exactly what we did to create the next rendition of the gym, which is called Varsity House Personal Training. And in, in that space, we do only small group personal training. The space is legit, legitimately one-tenth of the size, and the staff there is one-tenth of the size. But it's an amazing product. Uh, the, the overhead expense is significantly less and uh, we were able to go to one of the best towns in North Jersey and grab some market share where there's real demand for high level, small group personal training. And the goal is to do a second rendition of that in the next six to 12 months. But there's four factors that you need before just saying like, you know what, I'm just going to multiply what I'm doing and I've got some good people and I got some money in the bank. I'm just going to do it and speed through it. There's four things that you need as the entrepreneur, Right. Uh, if you are listening to this and you're the one that is making these types of decisions, you're the entrepreneur that needs to ultimately make the decision of if it's you know good for you, that's knowing your why, why you're doing it. And then once you figure that out, like here's the roadmap that you use and that we're using for our, our third location, which is that will be the second rendition of our sales personal training. First is you need to secure the funding, right? Separate funding, separate LLC, separate the business. The worst thing that you could do is open up the second space and suck the first one dry. That's the worst thing that you could do. So separate bank accounts, separate LLC, separate the profit loss statement, separate the funding required to open number two. That is the very first thing that I would do. Open a separate account. You could start a slush fund. You could go take out a line of credit. You could get self-funding. Whatever you want to do, that's on you. But the very first piece of advice is separate the financials 100%. Okay. This the The second thing that I would suggest somebody do is within that facility, that second facility. So let's say you're in one. You're the facility leader in one. In that second one, you need to clearly identify what, what is that person doing? Like, am I going to appoint a real GM in this facility? And if I am, what are they doing? What are the tasks that they're doing? Are you clear on the expectations of what that role is going to require? Or are you going to be a chicken with your head cut off driving from one facility to the next and essentially just multiplying your workload between two facilities? What I would do is write a very clear and concise general manager duty sheet for your current facility if you already if you don't already have one, and for your second facility, right? You might be sitting in one. That's okay, but we need to clearly identify what 
is going to be required of the person, of the lead person in facility number two, so that we can hold them accountable. It also will help identify if that per like if a lot of times people will be like, hey, I got this great person. They're they're great for the role. Like they can definitely do it. They're a great coach, blah, 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 but they can't sell or they have no inclination on marketing or they're very disorganized. You have to you have to know the role before you can fit the person to the role. It is critical. So you must clearly know what the role is going to require before we can place the right person in that role. All right. So step one is funding and separation of funds. Number two is a clear role, a clear key role so that we know how we're holding this person accountable. The third thing is going to find the person. That person might already be on your team. That person you might have to recruit, but it will become clear who the right person is for the role when you already have the role written and the job description written and the payroll structure written of what they get paid and how pay changes depending on growth and all other factors like that. All right, so third, third phase of this deal is finding the person. The last phase, and this is usually the first thing that people do, is you go find the space. And people are like, oh, this is, you know, and, and I'll, you know, full disclosure, you know, Joe and I joke about this all the time because he'll be driving by a place or I'll be driving by a place. It's like, oh, there's a great place over here. Never going to get this type of opportunity again. And the thing is, is there's always the next space. There's always the next opportunity. There's always a new, you know, there's new construction being built, at least in New Jersey, New York. I mean, there's buildings going up everywhere. And yeah, some of the deals might be better than others, whatever it is. But if your funding's not squared away, if your if the expectations of the of the roles in that new space are not squared away, if you don't have a person, right, this the space is meaningless without all of the above. It's meaningless without all of the above. So the last thing that will get, will get done is finding the space and signing the lease. And then all the other things will, will come into play. You know, if you've started a gym once before, we don't have to talk about a, equipment and startup costs and programs and things like that. But the cool thing about starting a second place is you have a blank slate. So whatever mistakes you've made in the first one, and it's probably plenty, you don't have to recreate those in the second one in terms of schedule, offerings, pricing, things that you get married to over the years, you get to rewrite the script in your second space. But um, coming back to the top of the conversation, it's why do you want to open a second space, right? That's the first thing. And you have to clearly understand why. Uh, and, and you have to really feel confident that the first one is, is healthy, you know, is healthy. Uh, I, I had a meeting with a, with a gentleman last week and he just was like, Hey, you know, I, I'm making, you know, X number of dollars in the first one. And it wasn't a lot. And he's like, I just figured, you know, the only way to make, you know, another 40 to $50,000 a year is to open another one. It's like, no way, man. Like we got to get you making way more from the first one and protect the first one and protect the asset of the first one. Before we go do the second one, let's find and extract all the unused capacity first doesn't have to take two years. It could take six months to rewrite the ship. And then we'll go and do the second one 
at that time, you might not want to because you might feel fulfilled with what you're doing here. You might go from making 40 or 50 grand to making 100, 120, 140. And would you still want a second one? And the guy's like, I'm not sure. So he said, well, let, let's get there first. And uh, so your why has to be clear and the health of facility one has to be has to be very strong, has to be very strong. And my checklist, some people might disagree with it, but here's what we, we've done is funding comes first and the separation of funds comes first. Number two is clear as clear as shit roll. I mean, it has to be night and day that people clearly know the expectation. Then we go find the person, right person in the right seat. That person might be on your team. That person might need to be recruited. And last but not least is you go find the space, sign the lease and get it popping. So that in a nutshell is a very abridged version of what and how to know if you're ready for a second facility. Uh, now that you know we've done the second one, it's built a tremendous amount of confidence that we're ready to do uh, to, to do number three, which would be the second varsity house personal training. And uh, I will take you all along the journey as we come closer to launching that third space. But until next time, our five-star reviews are very, very much appreciated. And I know I mentioned, and we have been mentioning about the guest passes to Scottsdale, Arizona on September 28th and 29th at the Canopy Hotel. If you are interested in attending that event, you can drop me an email directly at dan at varsityhousegym.com and I will send you all the information to snag one of the 10 guest passes that we've got. I know some of them have already been claimed, but we still do have some spots and uh, I can't wait to see everybody in sunny Scottsdale. Have a great week, everybody. Check you later.